is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 232 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to talk about how to pivot your business with Nicole Rodriguez. This is going to be a great interview that really speaks to what a lot of us have had to do over the course of COVID, but also over the course of probably our time being influencers and bloggers. Many of us started out as hobbyists. We were doing this for fun. We created an Instagram account. Then we decided we needed to create a blog. We created a blog, just was randomly talking about things. Yes, I'm totally talking about myself when I originally started the Melrose family. And then we realized, hey, wait a second, this could be a business. I could make money from this. So we had to pivot in the content that we were delivering in order to continue to benefit our audience and also to stay relevant. Many of us have seen lots of different trends happen, whether it is anything from Pinterest, to Instagram, to Instagram Reels, to podcasts, to Clubhouse, all of these different trends that have happened. And we have needed to decide whether or not we are going to pivot and grow our business with these social media platforms, as well as kind of lay our stake in what we are an expert in. So I'm really, truly hoping that you will think about your journey Uh, when it comes to your business and how you have had to pivot and how if you are come to a crossroads where you feel like, how do I stand out? Think about how you could possibly pivot into more. She gives some great examples, everything from JLo to Coca-Cola. So you are definitely going to love this episode. Let's dive in. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Jenny. Yes, I am so excited to have this conversation about how to pivot your business. It's very relevant right now, especially I feel like in the past year, it's become even more relevant. Before we do that, though, will you introduce yourself and your business to my audience? Absolutely. So my name is Nicole Rodriguez, and I am the CEO and founder of NRPR Group. Primarily at the core of our business, of course, we are a messaging, PR, and positioning firm. Um, But lately, since COVID, um, we've actually grown to expand our services. And now we're actually helping full companies basically get produced. So we we launched a Business Pro or NRPR Biz Pro. Um, So helping entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs who are maybe in the first throes of getting the company going, but might need help figuring out where to take the next steps and how to check the box and actually making that company fully real. So um, love doing that and, and helping people who are building their businesses. Yes. And it's so needed. I feel like more and more people have been trying to figure out how to either start a business online or bring their brick and mortar to online. So it's just such a needed service. We'll definitely jump more into that and kind of have you give me all the ins and outs of that business piece. But before we do that, what is pivoting your business model? So when we say the terms of pivoting your business model, what do we mean by that? Right. So the dancer in me. Right. So before I was in PR, I was a professional dancer. Um, When I think pivot. Right. Like you pivot, you turn. You're looking at another audience. You're looking another way. You're you're expanding where you are. Right. So I, I, I definitely think of that in terms of dance routines. You know, you're 
maybe you're facing one, you pivot and then you expand. And so for me, um, pivoting just means that you are, are opening your business to another awesome opportunity. So like with NRPR, where we started primarily as PR and thinking in COVID, we really need to expand. We need to pivot a little bit and, and be flexible, you know, in these times. And so that was exactly what we did. And, and we've expanded completely and, and brought on a ton of new clients because of it. And um, so, you know, with everything happening for a reason, COVID has had its good and bad, bad points, right? Yes, I think it's forced many of us to pivot a bit, but also at the same time to kind of grow and figure out how we're going to make our businesses work in this unprecedented times, as everyone likes to say. Um, So, yes, no, I love it. What do you feel that you should pivot your business? Obviously, COVID was a great reason to. Are there other times when you feel like you should pivot your business? Yeah, I think pivoting is very important when you want to remain in front of the game and relevant, right? And expanding. So I go back to thinking about undergrad when I was learning about marketing decades ago. Um, And I remember learning, and I didn't know this, that, you know, Coca-Cola started primarily as just like, okay, we're we're a soda and this is what we are. And then you start thinking, okay, Coca-Cola had to continue to uh, uh, reinvent itself. So then what did it start doing? started expanding and offering different types of sodas, orange sodas, whatever, then got into purchasing a water brand of all things, right? So there were pivots necessary for the Coca-Cola company to continue getting sales, continue being relevant, staying in front of the game. And when water became a, you know, a thing, well, people are drinking their water and water instead of soda. Well, how do we become part of that? And so I think of that in, in terms of my business too. Well, if Coca-Cola, this very, very old company that's still thriving and doing well has pivoted, well, why shouldn't I? So just remaining in front of trends and remaining relevant is, should always be that motivation to, to pivot and, and uh, keep expanding. That was such a great example because I can think of a client who I know really in particular kind of wasn't thrilled about the fact that we were pivoting. The fact that she was kind of turning it into this different area of her business. She'd always created recipes primarily for her audience that were free and then started turning into, we're going to offer some paid products. We're going to offer some services. We're going to do some health coaching. And those were things that she was passionate about. And she realized that she was saturated. There were so many food bloggers creating recipes. It was so easy to be able to go. So by pivoting, like you're saying, it opened her up to new opportunities. Didn't turn her away from the audience that she had. It just opened it up to more of this engaged audience that really she solved a true problem for. So that was such a great example. I love it. Awesome. 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 So how would you say, how do you pivot your brand? Well, first of all, you want to make sure that you it feels right to you. And what, what I what I say by that is, you know, are you watching the trends and are you making a thoughtful decision? Not like, oh, okay, well, I saw this one time and it looks like this is something that we should just jump on. Um, things like that, those like ner- is it like a knee jerk reaction? Um, those can sometimes just feel unnatural, right? Like, okay, well, why are they they doing this? Oh, well. You know, and and consumers can feel it. They can see it. They can feel it. So when something feels 
thoughtful, when the right research has been put into it, the right time? Does it feel right for the your brand and your business? Okay, well, then you have to think about um, how are you going to roll that out? How are you going to roll that out on your website? That's the new storefront, right? Doing it right. Making sure are all of your social media channels aligned? Do you need a, another logo for that sub-brand? Do you need to think about what you're going to call that and describe it? So taking the time to thoughtfully think about all of the elements that your end user or any decision maker is going to see from visuals to you know verbal, have that well thought out and, and then bring it at the right time. Roll it out uh, in a way that that people can receive it and a way that you can also track. So um, that's really the, the biggest thing. Knee-jerk reactions usually feel and look sloppy and they don't often you know, feel right. Be thoughtful, be thorough, do it right, and people will be able to receive and understand that that sort of pivot and, and new step. Yep. The piece about the research, I just think is so key because it is often, especially on social media, a shiny object. We go down these rabbit holes and all of a sudden we're like, wait, why am I doing this? Where am I going with it? There's no purpose behind it. Um, So the fact that you're talking about doing that research is so important. I think that a piece of when people decide to pivot, there's almost a guilt that comes with it, that they feel like either one, they're not succeeding in what they were doing. So they had to pivot in order to continue to be successful or two, they feel like they're leaving part of their audience behind that they had served for so long. Do you have any suggestions for getting over that guilt that can come from pivoting? I mean, think about Madonna. She's had to reinvent herself and that, that, that has kept her even relevant. I mean, not so much now. It's not that she's not relevant because she's not, you know, making a full effort, but Madonna is still Madonna. And so when you think about, you know, she left pop to become who she was as a, as a woman, as an artist, as someone who is becoming more and more herself. So again, companies take on a persona. They take on an energy. They take on a life of their own. And just like we do as humans, we evolve you, you even think about the careers of some of the people, um, you know, that we that we watch. And I again, I look at at brands in the same way. So it's OK to mature. It's OK to change a little bit. It's OK to um, to switch it up. Keep it exciting. Keep people interested um, because the same old, especially if it stops working, you hit a plateau. You're not serving anyone by just sticking to the old, you know, safe plan. You know, and you're certainly not serving your brand. So um, I think it's just it's human. It's natural. And, um, you know, you don't have anyone to answer to, but but you, your team, whatever. So so be be true to that evolution and know that it's okay. Yes. So you said Madonna and the one that popped into my head almost immediately was JLo because she did American Idol. And I feel like it brought her, that was a pivot. That wasn't something that was typical for her. And then all of a sudden, since then, she has just exploded. She's everywhere. Beauty products, this, she's singing at the inauguration, like just craziness. So, and even before that, think about it. She was a fly girl on In Living Color with no voice, no, like nobody except for her little cameo in a couple of episodes of In Living Color years ago. If JLo said, I'm just going to be a backup dancer forever, we wouldn't have a JLo. It's just craziness. You know? <laughs> so, you know, yeah, that's, that's, 
Yeah. Good point. Your biz pro was offered due to the pivot that many businesses were taking due to COVID and was also a little bit of a pivot for you. Like you said in the beginning, what have you seen come out of your biz pro service? Oh gosh. Uh, So much, honestly, so much. I didn't even realize how much this was needed. And it's like, if you build it, they will come. And uh, for me, there was a a good friend of mine. We we've been friends for years and he owns um, his family owns quite a few gas stations. Right. And so he's always been in the convenience store business and taking over the family business. And obviously with people staying home in the pandemic, they're not getting as much gas. They weren't getting as much whatever. And he was basically sitting at home in COVID thinking, I have so many connections to decision makers in um, the convenience store chain. And I know what brands need to do in order to be successful in a gas station, right? Thinking about the, the point of purchase things, thinking about displays. And he's like, you know, I just, I need to put a, a, a stake in the ground of my own. You know, I've inherited this company from my family. Well, what should I do? And we're sitting there talking and I'm thinking, well, why, why don't you start a company? And he's like, oh my gosh, with the pandemic, I, I, how much time I'm going to do that. And, and I said, listen, let's have a conversation. And you know how I, I like to do messaging for a company. Let me just dive into the messaging first. And when he started talking about it, I had the vision for his company. It was like coming to me. And I thought, I'm going to build your website, your logo. We're going to get a pitch deck for you. I'm going to introduce you to some lawyers. You already have an accountant. I'm going to develop the messaging there. I am basically, my company is going to create this for you because this is needed. This is needed for other brands who are now trying to figure out how to generate more sales. So you concentrate on this. I'm going to do this and we'll meet once a week and I'll basically hand you the keys to your business. And, and that was exactly what happened. And in 90 days, we had his website, his logo, his messaging capabilities deck. He had contracts. He was ready to start pitching. And he's like, oh my gosh, he has six clients, six signed clients. He had that within four months of us helping start his business. And from there, we started talking to more people. We had a lawyer who was like, I, I, I'm sitting at home during COVID. I'm not working at the firm anymore. I need to start my own thing. Okay. So we're getting her up and running. A friend who got laid off starting a production company. So what we feel like is happening, we are helping people, you know, stop having to stumble over the building, those first initial building blocks of starting a company because we know it so well. So it's positioning in a completely new way. And, and what it feels like, it just, it feels like we're giving back. We're helping people, you know, you know, when when you, you hit a roadblock and you're like, Oh, I'm just going to stop. This is stupid. I'll go find a job people give up because they don't know all of those steps. So I feel like what we're able to do is, is hand people the keys to their dream. And, and that has been very rewarding. Um, I, I never thought that it was going to really turn into that. And it's been really great. No, I love it. And it, the fact that you're giving them the foundation that can often cause them years and lots of frustration to be able to figure out what did he, what do those clients need to come to you with? It's not like they can walk in and say, okay, I want to create a business, no idea what it is and no idea where I'm going with it. What are you looking for them to have an idea about? They need to have a clear vision 
they need to understand who their potential like customers and audience are because I'm not going to figure that out for you. It has to feel right to you. You have to know who it is you want to go after so that we can build something that will attract them, right? And you also have to have some budget, right? I think about with my company, I invested a good, you know, over the first six months, probably $60,000 into starting my company. I had to have money saved up. And obviously that's not what we charge, but I said, you know, how much do you have to invest into your company? Because it's going to take labor building the website, building your logo, getting the messaging, getting, you know, introducing you to lawyers, doing all of that. So, you know, I said, what is your budget? And he said, well, this is, this is essentially what I could invest into starting my company. And I said, that's actually perfect. That will take care of all of this. So you have to have some sort of budget because imagining you're hiring someone to do the the work so that you can focus on actually doing what you love. So um so a clear vision, some budget and you know and and be ready. Because it's like be careful what you wish for. He wasn't he had no idea he was going to be able to close as many contracts as he did so early on. And so now he's actually kept us on board. We're now on a monthly retainer. What started is just a three month. Let us build your business. He's like, I need you guys. I need you to help me keep this going. He got his first press hit this week. So he's already been recognized by the media. Um, That's just it's he did not have to go through all the stresses that I went through starting a business from scratch. So he has a foundation and feels very confident now. And so that's, that's literally if someone were to come to me and they have, do you have a budget? Do you have a clear vision? And then we can build together. Okay. Nope. That makes a ton of sense. So now you talked a little bit about what the biz pro services offer. Can you go? So I know you said logo. What are some of the other things, the website, things like that, that you're kind of building for them so they can just kind of step in and run with the business? Yeah. So we build a a cohesive looking brand for you. We make sure that even if you're not going to use Instagram right away, depending on what your business is, We'll lock that in just so that no one else could ever take it if they came in with the same name. We're going to look at your LinkedIn. LinkedIn is key nowadays for making sure that not only the, the people on your team, but your company has a certain presence. The first thing people do when they try to legitimize a company, if you have a business meeting, oh, okay, well, can I look you up? What's your website? So we basically create this outside um, you know, uh, brand that looks cohesive, that looks professional, that looks like you didn't do it yourself on Wix and that words are up and down and to the side. And you have something that looks professional, that describes who you are, describes what your core, you know, your benefits are, even describes your products if that's what's needed. But when people Google you, our job is to make sure that they find you, that you look good, that you look impressive so that you can generate sales close deals and all of that. So um, digging into the weeds, it's things like setting up the social media platforms and, and handing you an idea for keeping it maintained. If you don't have the ongoing budget for us to do it, we'll do a D- DIY. Like, here you go. Our recommendation is post once a day. Here's how you would do it. We will also train you on how to even pitch your own business. We'll give you a capabilities deck if you're a service company. And I will coach you on how to basically speak confidently and clearly about your business so you can close the way he did. Um, we'll introduce you to lawyers that that we know could help drum up contracts that you'll need. Um, because honestly, 
the two things that people don't think of when they're starting a business, if they're not in finance or, li- or law, are your accounting and your your uh, your paperwork. Mm-hmm. If those things aren't buttoned up, they can become a pain in the you know what. So we even make sure that we check those boxes for you so that you don't have to worry about those things, right? Um, and then again, bios, making sure you get headshots as an executive. Um, and then basically creating this awesome looking image of a well put together company. I tell people you can't build a house on sand. You need a foundation. It needs to be concrete in order to build up. So what we're doing is laying the slab of concrete and laying that foundation so that you can go off into the world and and build up. So you send the website and then you set, talked about the bio. So I'm assuming also the about kind of, so you're also doing some of the copy then for the website. All, as well. of, it. all, all of, it. of the copy, all of the website copy, all of the, the messaging, like basically the, the mission statement, the vision statement, who you are. So like about you um, and then the executives bios, right? Because people need to be believe in who you are as a professional. So um, that's, those are all of the elements that we put together because we know this is what people are looking for. Yes. No. And it's so needed. I feel like right now in particular, so that they can start like you're talking about hitting the ground running with that strong foundation. Um, I've watched a couple of clients that I've worked through kind of like where we're looking to go with their business. And that is always the piece that holds them up. The website, the copy in particular, because people hate doing copy and talking about themselves. Yeah. And then the actual visuals, the logos, the graphics that are going to go along with the website as well as the social media outlets. So the fact that you have it all in one place is yes. perfect. <laughs> uh, where can they actually find out more information about the service that you offer? Yeah. So if you go to www.nrprgroup.com, there is a spot on the website where it says services. So the drop down menu will also will say business production, right? So you will you'll click that the BizPro and there's a long list of basically everything that you can expect from it and um it's yeah, it's it's an awesome service and I, you know, as crazy as covid has been, I am so thankful because we've really been able to help people's dreams come true with it. Yes. No. So we are going to make sure that we link to that in the show notes, especially if you are a business that is thinking of pivoting, putting off another arm of your business and you want the whole shebang done for you. Um, this is a perfect way to get started. I wish I actually interviewed you a couple months earlier because I have someone that I'm like, oh, they needed this. <laughs> and they have muddled through it themselves. And it would have been so helpful just to be able to send them to you. So I'm glad that we had the opportunity to have this conversation. Um, Nicole, where are the best places to connect with you other than your website? Email. Honestly, I am open to people emailing me, um, Nicole at nrprgroup.com or info at nrprgroup.com if I if you haven't heard from me, um, because it can get flooded. So info or Nicole at nrprgroup.com. Excellent. We are going to make sure that we link to that in the show notes. You guys will be able to pop over and send over an email. Nicole, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and my audience. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. Thanks, Jenny. Of course. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Clearly, I was could not get off of my brain fast enough. The fact about JLo when she gave that Madonna example, because it really truly is about someone that has pivoted to just 
go with the trends and make herself a larger brand because she recognized what was the next step for her to take, especially if we look at that American Idol example that I gave when JLo did American Idol. So definitely when you are thinking about your business, think about ways that you can take those steps to kind of build your brand stronger and still continue to be on trend while staying in your lane, right? All right, you guys, as always, I appreciate it so much when you leave a rating and review. It helps for me to be able to find great guests that are willing to come on and share their knowledge. So if you haven't already left a rating and review on your podcasting app, I would so appreciate it if you you would. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then.